With no power comes no responsibility. It's harmless phosphorescence. This is your host, Throw Smiley, and like every serial killer, fantasizing just doesn't do it for me anymore. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh DC. Can't you tell my big titties? <laughs> I'm Brian Lesh, and you can call me the lame duck boyfriend. Oh, uh, no, I'm just standing around. And, Hua! No, I'm not. I'm Alaric Weber. <laughs> and this is the Harmless Phosphorescence. You got me, Al. <laughs> this is the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show, it is brought to you by our patrons. We got patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith, executive producers Atticus Burkett, and many others. You can be a patron too. Just go to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. Got lots of bonus content there. We got Star Wars stuff, holiday stuff, music stuff, um, stuff. We're full of stuff. So go and see the stuff of which we are full. Um, you may also face- see some things. Yes, there's things, there's stuff. Um, you know, if you like things and stuff, go to patreon.com slash armless entertainment. You have a slight now, chance of some rigmarole. Yeah. But yes, right. there could be there could be some foofara. <laughs> some hullabaloo. That's Uzi, right. Uzi what's it? <laughs> All Always. sorts of the bing bongs uh this week though on harmless phosphorescence we are watching kick ass oh lionsgate's not gonna like this i always wondered why nobody did it before me i mean all those comic books movies tv shows (laughs) you'd think the one eccentric loner would have made himself a costume i mean is everyday life really so exciting the schools and offices so thrilling that i'm the only one who ever fantasized about this Come on, be honest with yourself. At some point in our lives, we all wanted to be a superhero. (laughs) That's not me, by the way. That's some Armenian guy with a history of mental health problems. Why's he gonna be Armenian? How come nobody's ever tried to be a superhero? Dude, if anybody did it in real life, they'd get their ass kicked. They'd be dead in like a day. Comic books had it wrong. You don't need a power to be a superhero. Oh yeah. You didn't see that, did ya? Are you? I'm kick ass. So you wanna play? Kick ass. Uh it was released April 16th, 2010. Uh has a running time of 117 minutes, budget of 30 million dollars. Uh it took in 96.2 million. So moderate sized hit. Did pretty well there. Yeah. I remember seeing it in the theater. It was yeah, fun. Same. Yeah, um, I didn't see it in the theater. I had an infant at that time, so I was seeing all my movies on the couch with a crying baby. Uh, But, uh, yeah. Um, 
yeah, uh, it was good. I liked it um, at the time. But uh, I think, fellas, are you ready to play the box office top 10 game? Always. I wake up to do. Yes, here we go. This is the box office top 10. Look at the graphic. How fun. I know. Cisco and Ebert. We are Cisco and Ebert. It's us. <laughs> we are Cisco and Ebert. Uh, this is the uh, the game where I count down the top 10 uh Movies of the week of April 16th, 2010. The guys here try to figure out what they are based on that description, and they also try to guess where Kick-Ass opened. Um, so. <laughs> let's see. Let's start with uh, Al this week. Al, where do you think Kick-Ass opened? Hmm. Uh, number two. Al goes number two this week. Um, <laughs> Al goes number two. Al goes number two all the time. Everybody goes number two. You're right. Everybody poops. Uh, everybody poops sometimes. Um, uh, Josh, where do you uh, want to go right. for here? Three is good. Huh. But all right, five. Five. Okay, right. Josh goes with five. I'll go with gamble. two. Josh, Josh is uh, heading down the list of five. Brian, where do you think this opened? I'm gonna go number one, right all over it. Just <laughs> he's got pants. Brian's uh-huh. number one in it. Yep. Everywhere. <laughs> all right. Here we go. This is the box office top ten. Coming in at number ten this week. A bounty hunter learns that his next target is his ex-wife, a reporter working on a murder cover-up. Soon after their reunion, the always-at-odds duo find themselves on a run for their lives adventure. The Incredible Journey? (laughs) Two. Uh, Was it Mr. and Mrs. Smith? It was not Mr. and Mrs. Smith, no. Yeah, I'm befuddled. Is this this starring the guy from 300? Um, yes, yes, God. it is. And Jennifer Aniston. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't here, remember what this movie is called. Here we go I again. It existing. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, that's it's called. Enough. It's called the Bounty Hunter. Oh, huh. should have went with that. Forward. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, coming in at number nine. Oh boy. Um, how <laughs> to describe this without giving it away? Um, Star Wars. <laughs> you got it. A uh, man and his two friends and nephew go to a ski resort in 1986. Oh, We're... yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Josh. Time time yeah, yeah. Everybody. Oh, Brian got there first. Yep, <laughs> he can be in the hot right. tub. Clark you get a... had a really good year. Apparently. You're a you're a hot tub point machine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, yeah, Hot Tub Time Machine. That movie, man, whoo! Yeah. For for what it was, it did not need to be as funny as it was. Yeah, but it was funny. It was. Crispin Glover as the bell, the one-armed bell. Oh, God, yes. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, 
<laughs> All right. So, yeah. Seven are we at? No, uh, no, coming in at number eight, um, 19-year-old Alice returns to the magical world from her childhood adventures where she reunites with her old friends and learns of her true destiny. Heart of Dixie. <laughs> this is the Helena Bonham Carter the, one. The, the Johnny Depp, Tim Burton... Yeah, so Alice it, in Wonderland. Yep. Or Looking Glass. Uh, Alice, Alice in Wonderland. This this movie was a disastrous nightmare. Yeah, it was I, kind of insulting. It I, felt aggressive. Uncanny Valley, spooky. Oh my god, I hated everything about it. It was, it was both of them. It it completely like shit all over the book. It was an awful story in and of itself, regardless of the uh, the source material. If yeah. I recall correctly, even the Cheshire Cat was bad. Yeah, yeah, just everything. Which is like hard to screw up because it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Almost felt like he had one of those. Like a lot of recording artists have them. Like shit, I got to make one more movie for this contract. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. there's two of them. So shit. Well, yeah, yeah, but then like it was a hit, so he's like, oh fuck, I now I've just got to <laughs> go ahead and. <laughs> well, what about Garfield too? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, coming in at number six, a rebellious girl is sent to a southern beach town for the summer to stay with her father. <laughs> through their Sorry. through their mutual love of music, the estranged duo learn to reconnect. Sounds like she's going to spring break in the first half of the description. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. In the. Uh, Buy Bayou Dream. <laughs> Bayou Dream. A beach resort. <laughs> okay, now the Swamp Thing. Tallahassee Lassie. Swamp Thing and his rock and roll daughter. <laughs> and his show, Showtime Pizza. <laughs> swamp. Rock of Fire Explosion Show. <laughs> it's... It's called Eating Wait, Hannah, Louisiana. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God! Yoda Minnesota. That's a good Hannah, Louisiana. Um, no, it's called The Last Song. Um, ooh, it's from a Nicholas Sparks book. Okay. Um, starring who are they? starring Miley Cyrus and Liam Hensworth. <laughs> oh, oh wow, Miley. Oh. Weren't they married? Oh, they were at least. None of my business, were they? but I think they were married. I think they it's were, yeah. Married. Or at least they did. The, yeah, I think they actually yeah. got married. Um. Whew, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Coming they in. Did it. Coming in at number five. <laughs> um. Oh, this was mine. The son of Zeus has to stop <laughs> the minions of the underworld from conquering heaven and earth. Percy Jackson. Yes, it is Percy Jackson. It is not Percy Jackson. Oh, it's not? And he's not. Yeah. It is. Hmm. It is. Hercules? No. Clash of the Titans. The remake they made. It's the Liam Neeson Zeus. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Or they still have standing over that table like it was the 80s version. I watched the shit out of the 80s version when I was a kid. Oh my god, yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, Zeus had a lot of illegitimate children. Oh, yeah. Who knows down on Earth are raping? No, Zeus 
was his like main thing. Himself into a goose to fuck people. He wasn't yeah, even bull. just raping um, beings. He was like raping <laughs> trees and rocks. Yeah. Like if something existed, Zeus was gonna fuck it. He's like a teenage boy. Just like, yeah, just a full of energy. Video. I'll fuck yeah. anything that does or does not move. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that, yeah, that, that is what that I know move, about. Though. That is what I know about the Greek pantheon. Zeus will fuck anything. That dude fucks. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Uh, Tommy. He's Gene Simmons. Uh, um, coming in, opening this week at number four. A funeral ceremony turns into a debacle of exposed family secrets and misplaced bodies. Um, death at a funeral? Yes. Woo, you get uh, one point at a funeral. I, I get a dinklage? Yeah. <laughs> Just one dinkle. <laughs> he was in both versions. I love it. Oh, yeah, anyway. he was in the British one, too. And the, yeah, like Chris Rock one. Yeah. Um, oh, well, huh. Um, coming in at number three. Oh, this movie. I forgot about this. Um, in New York, a case of mistaken identity turns a bored married couple's attempt at a glamorous and romantic evening into something more thrilling and dangerous. Date night. Yes. Starring uh, Liz Lemon and Michael Scott. Yep. <laughs> Um, and number two this week, a hapless young Viking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just him staring from ships and bluffs. Uh, who aspires to hunt dragons, becomes the unlikely friend of a young dragon himself, and learns there may be more to the creatures than he assumed. <laughs> Is that DreamWorks, How to Tame Your Dragon? Yeah, How to Train Your Dragon. And number one this week, Brian gets it. Dave Lazuski is an unnoticed high school student and comic book fan who one day decides to become a superhero. Even though he has no powers, training, or even a reason to do so. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, and that is it. That is our box office top 10 for the week. Um, that brings us to the comic book background. Um, usually Al does this, but uh, Josh, you've read the uh, the actual comics run of this, right? Um, I haven't read them all, but I, I have read the trade paperbacks of what is Kick-Ass 1, the movie, and Kick-Ass 2, the movie. I guess there have been even more recent ones um, that I haven't read. Um, like one titled The New Girl, and that was like three... Anyways, um, so yeah, I read the first two. Um, as far as uh, I mean, they they did it pretty much as it is on the page, and that speaks to the fact that Mark Millar, the author, and John Romita Jr. were both producers on this. And there's actually even use of John Romita um, animation in it and such. So it's very faithful to it. But I'll just give you a tiny. Um, it was originally published under Image, which I didn't hmm. realize, um, but they owned it. Um, uh, da, da, now the trade paperbacks are called Kick-Ass, the Dave Liz Whiskey Years. Um, but uh, it was... Uh, a brief. Uh, it was originally yeah. under the icon imprint of uh, Marvel. Um, and oh, then, yeah. then okay. it went to Image. So what's... Uh, 
Okay. So icon imprint. Well, I can click on it. <laughs> um, all right. But when it came out, uh, the February 2008 to August 2014, um, pretty much just Millar and John Romita Jr., um, other inkers, but his work all the way through. Um, he's probably my favorite Marvel artist, but I've had a few. Um, his dad, John Romita Sr., you know, was a badass, like of the likes of Kirby and Ditko and such. But um, it was, uh, you know, it's kind of what the boys is now, but even before that, he just wanted to make a pro, you know, he wanted to speak in the vernacular. Like you said, no powers, no real... And everybody speaks off color, and everyone is really sort of vulgar, vulgar, and politically incorrect. And there's a lot of violence. Yeah. Did you say? In the comics. Um, wh- when was this published originally? 2008. Is that what you said? Yeah, it was the first run. Wow. Apparently. This got made into a movie real fast. It did. Let me just double check my. Number of issues, 20. Yeah, so this Dave Liss Whiskey um, years, February 2008 to 2014, wow. 29 issues, and now it's, like I said, a trade paperback. Wow. But a lot of what's on the page is there, and including, you know, them battling the Genovese crime family mm. and meeting Big Daddy and Hit Girl the same way. Okay. As in, as in the film. Um. Yeah. They're worth a read. They're clever and fun to look at. Like I said, totally fun and violent. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, it's if it, it felt really comic booky. Um, as, yeah. While also <laughs> also feeling very fresh, especially for 2010. Um, so, all right. Thank you, Josh. That's our comic background. Uh, we're gonna be. Uh, that brings us to our pre our production, the film itself. Um, this was uh, directed by Matthew Vaughn. He, he's all, he's also a comic writer, right? Or was um, he, he did that star dust? All right, anyways. Well, no, no, I mean he he made he did he made some comic book adaptations, but yeah, he um, Brian Brian Vaughn. Matt. Well, I mean, Stardust was was Neil Gaiman, right? But um, okay, we can. But yeah. he 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 directed the film adaptation of Stardust, right? Yeah, that I knew. But... Um, he also did Layer Cake, um, which oh. is a great movie. Uh, oh. We'll see him again. Uh, he does X Men First Class, X Men Days of Future Past. Uh, he did the Ooh. Kingsman series. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't mean the <laughs> ooh. <laughs> ooh uh-huh. Um, I like the first Kingsman a lot. Same. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, yeah. He also. Uh, I guess he's friends with Neil Gaiman. He he worked with Neil Gaiman a few times. He produced a Neil Gaiman, a documentary that Neil Gaiman directed, a, mm. which was a short film about John Bolton. Um. <laughs> not not that John Bolton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. A a uh, an artist, <laughs> an English artist named John Bolton. <laughs> um yeah. So um yeah, Matthew Vaughn he just does that like um hyper violent realistic stuff. Um X-Men wasn't R-rated, of course. They wouldn't let him do that, but um 
Mm-hmm. Um, Kingsman has got that like very violent kind of thing that Kickass does. I gotta say, Days of Future Past is maybe my favorite X Men movie. Days of Future Past is really good. Yeah. 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 Um. So, all right. Uh, this was written by Matthew Vaughn and Jane Goldman. Uh, Jane Goldman works with him a lot. She was a writer on Kingsman, the X-Men movies, um, Stardust. Uh, she also, let's see, um, uh, does a lot of writing for magazines. She was a journalist, uh, well, a columnist. Um, she wrote for Cosmo, uh, Total Guitar, 17, ooh, Segazone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, mostly in film, she's worked with Matthew Vaughn. Um, so, uh, it was, let's see. Um, I wanted to briefly mention, um, let's see. The music is, uh, Ben was, a uh, James, John Murphy. Um, there's four, they have four composers for the music. We got John Murphy, Henry Jackman, Marius Dan. Uh, Marius Devry and Elon Eshkari. I just thought, thought that was interesting that they had four different composers work on this thing. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Especially when it, it seems like a lot of it was pop music. Well, know? actually, watching through the second time, I realized there was only like four songs in it and the rest was oh. was composition that was just reminiscent of pop music. Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, all right, we got in our cast, Aaron Johnson as Dave Lazuski slash kick-ass. Um, we'll see him again in Age of Ultron. He's our first Quicksilver. Well, Mm -hmm. our first Quicksilver Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we're talking about here. Um, he was also in Shanghai Nights, uh, The Thief Lord. Um, ooh. Uh, yeah, not a lot of other stuff we've heard of. Um, God, Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla. Excuse me. I just, which I just watched. Uh, I haven't. That's the first one I've watched of uh, the the MonsterVerse. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to get up to Godzilla versus Kong, but um, even after just watching that and then watching this, I would not have recognized him as the same person. Mm. I, he doesn't look uh, like the visually. same. He doesn't look yeah. like the same as he did in Age of Ultron, which was like three, like four years later. Sure. Yeah. Um, Al, the one you watched, is that the one with Brian Cranston? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, carry on. Um, well, there are a few, you know, they've, re- okay. <laughs> um, Christopher Mintz Plass as Chris, uh, Chris D'Amico slash Red Mist. Um, he got, uh, he was McLovin in Superbad. Uh-huh. Um, He's in Neighbors, Neighbors 2, um, both the Kick-Ass movies. We'll see him again, of course, in Kick-Ass 2. Um, oh, he was also in How to Train Your Dragon. He had a big week. Hmm. Um, Paranorman does a lot of voice work, it looks like. Oh, he was in The Disaster Artist. Huh. Um, let's see. Mark Strong played uh, Frank D'Amico. That's the, uh, the dad. He was also in Stardust. Um, he was in the 2009 <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, uh, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy, Zero Dark Thirty, um, Imitation Game. Oh, we'll see him again in Shazam. Um, yeah, he was, uh, he was also in uh, Kingsman, mm. the gold, yeah, the golden yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
cloak. Yeah, he's a British villain. He's like stock British vil- villain at the time. Yeah. Uh, Chloe Grace Moritz played Hit Girl slash Mindy. Um, she, uh, I had forgotten she was so young. I've seen her like in more adult stuff recently. I'd forgotten she. <laughs> she was yes, just so young. She's um, like a in this movie, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Her first movie but, was the Amityville Horror in 2005, when she was like a little girl. Um, let's see. Oh my god, she was in something called the Super Sleuth Christmas Movie in 2007. That's adorable. <laughs> well, she's fantastic in this. She just crushes it. Wow, she was in 500 Days of Summer. She was in Diary of a Wimpy Kid the same year. Oh my. Um, she, uh, let's see after this, she was in Hugo, dark shadows, kick ass too. Of course we'll see her again. Um, she played Carrie in 2013's, uh, Carrie remake. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. She was in Muppets most wanted the equalizer remake. God, they remade a lot of stuff. I forgot they remade. Um, I think she's in the new Tom and Jerry movie. Even. Yeah, she is. She yeah. is in the new Tom and Jerry movie. She played um, in the 2019 Adams family uh, animated film. She was the voice of Wednesday Adams. Hmm. Um, she was in hmm. Suspiria. Um, she, I remember she was in um, a few episodes of 30 rock. Yeah, sure. Yeah. As Jackson. Emesis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got Nick Cage. Nick Cage in it up. Um, we saw him most recently in Ghost Rider. We'll see him again in Ghost Rider 2. And uh, our dreams. Yes, and maybe, just maybe, <laughs> next month in our monthly movie. No, we, we don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah. Um, Lindsay Fonseca's Katie. I spent the entire movie going, where the hell do I know her from? And then realized she was the... Uh, she was Penny Mosby on How I Met Your Mother. Um, <laughs> she was Penny on Good Times. Yeah. Um, she'll be back in Kick-Ass 2. Um, she's also in Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, mm. Yeah. And uh, let's see. What's she doing these days? Oh, wow. She will be. She's in Marvel's Agent Carter. Um, oh, my God. Why? Oh, why are they doing that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, there's an upcoming Turner and Hooch TV series in which she'll have a main role. What the fuck? Yeah, right? Why? Oh, God. Okay, so Clark Duke played Marty Eisenberg. Um, this is, uh, the kid, well, I know him as, uh, um, as Clark from The Office, but, um. (laughs) Yeah, he, he's, we, (laughs) He had a web series with Michael Sarah, like before you, uh, like, yeah, very early on in Michael Sarah's career. I think right after Arrested Development. But oh, wow. That's where I first saw him. Okay. He was in Hot Tub Time Machine. He was in was Hot said. Tub Time Machine. Yeah, absolutely. He was also in Super Bad. Um, yes. Uh, let's see. Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Um, oh, and his most recent credit is The Crudes, A New Age. <laughs> <laughs> which the, the entire world was waiting for the for a crude sequel it took them five years no oh my god seven years to make a sequel to the crudes <laughs> um his character in that is thunk yes. and it makes me think that he's probably the intellectual crude yeah oh because so, oh, he he thunk it 
Yeah. Punk. Yeah. Punk. Gotcha. Yeah, of course. There's an order for crude. C R O O D. Uh, let's see. We got um Evan Peters as Todd Haynes, our second Quicksilver. Uh he is uh let's see, he was also in American Horror Story. Um we saw him most recently as as spoilers, everybody, spoilers, Ralph Boner from from uh WandaVision. Not Peter Maximoff. Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. Uh, still a little bit salty about that. All right. So um, Sophie Wu played Erica Cho. That's the girl that. Uh, um, Is what's her name's best friend? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's. Uh, let's see. She she was in. I don't know. I felt like I knew her. Like I kept like she looked super familiar, but I don't recognize any of her other credits. So I don't know where I would have <laughs> seen her at. <laughs> You're all she was in homeroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, filling it out, we got Stu Riley as Huge Goon, Michael Rispoli <laughs> as Big Joe, Dexter Fletcher as Cody, Jason Fleming as Lobby Goon, Xander <laughs> Berkeley as Detective Gigante, Detective Gigante, but he was yeah, not a very large man. Um, <laughs> um, Adrian Martinez, Katrina Rochel, Omar Sariano, um, and Craig Ferguson as himself. Who was the lobby goon? What was his name? Lobby goon was Jason Fleming. The, the uh, guy that was complaining about the gun, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 yeah, that uh, was dressed up as the doorman. He was uh, Dr. Jekyll in League of Extraordinary. Oh, okay. Okay. Place it. But his face, okay, yeah, totally. Um, that about rounds out our cast here. Um, we have a couple reviews. Um, Nicholas S. writes, essentially two hours of child's play. I love Chucky. <laughs> no, he just wrote, essentially two hours of child's play. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> Three, though. <laughs> yeah. And James Z. writes, Provocative, smart, and a delectable new take on the superhero genre. Kick-Ass has a rare quality of both intellectual and energy generated by caricaturing and of conveying an impetuous but never self-righteous air of duty, an emphatic <laughs> motivational narrative that obliquely buttresses its uh, incult yet distinctive point of view. One half star. Someone take this man's thesaurus away. One yeah. half star. He wrote yeah. that and gave it half a star. Yeah. It sounded like he liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he called it provocative, smart, and a delectable new take on the superhero yeah, delectable. genre. <laughs> delectable. That's like, yeah. It's like a tapas platter of a movie. Though uh, so he knows his way around a thesaurus, he doesn't understand the star system. He does not. Mm. He apparently thought the fewer stars, the better. <laughs> so, yeah. The golf. <laughs> Uh yeah, yeah, it's the golf story. <laughs> uh so all right guys, that brings us to the movie itself. Y'all ready to jump into this thing? So you want to play? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> well, now I'm scared. Uh here we go. This is Kick Ass. 
We open with some voiceover about why regular people have never tried being superheroes, wondering why they haven't. Then we get a guy in a winged suit who jumps to his death accidentally. Um, uh, we meet Dave Lazuski, normal high school kid. He's horny, but otherwise unremarkable. Uh, I thought it was really funny that he was looking at National Geographic photographs, but on the internet. Because there was a time when, you know, National Geographic, you know, it was like the Sears catalog for masturbation pilgrims. But, yeah. <laughs> but he's watching it. On, he's looking at it on the Internet. Yeah. No, that's funny. And not actually. a fetish website. Yeah. It is a funny joke. All right. Um, let's see. He's got a crush on a girl named Katie. Then his mother just dies of an aneurysm at the breakfast table. Yeah. yeah. That was great. That. Yeah. Oh. Mid sentence. Yeah, talking about Count Chocula. Right. He bored her to death. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, and then it cuts back to them, and it's just him and his dad. And his dad's like, "Did they change the B on the box of cereal?" Well, no. <laughs> no. No. That's all he says. Yeah. Uh, one day he wonders aloud to his friends why no one's ever been a superhero. His friends think it's dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, and they'll probably get killed on day one. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which they would. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I love that comic book shop, by the way, slash coffee bar. Yeah. I would have loved the shit out of that. That would have been a great, like, great place to yeah. hang out when I was a teenager. Yeah. Sure. Or, yeah. Or like 18, 19. Yeah. I think it was called Atomic Comics. Is that correct? I think so. I, yeah. I think so. Uh, they see a kid from school, Chris DeMarco. His dad's a mafia guy. Uh, Dave tries to talk to him, but gets scared off by his bodyguard. Um, on the way home, uh, they get mugged by a couple of street toughs. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's the same two, which is not surprising, but it just makes me feel like there are different hoods that are hoodlums that are assigned to different yeah. <laughs> sectors. <laughs> well, yeah, you two work in this parking lot. Yeah, they just mug people and like rob cars in that parking lot alone. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them, Todd or Dave, there was like, again? Yeah. Um, like yeah. they just robbed them last week. Yeah. yeah or like, yesterday. But yeah, <laughs> but it's like they're bullies. T- it's like they're bullies taking their lunch money. <laughs> yeah. At gunpoint. Um, all right. So then that night, Dave orders a scuba suit off the internet. <laughs> uh meanwhile at his lumber company mobster frank DeMar- uh not demarco uh D'Amico. D'Amico is dealing with one of his guys that says that his coke so was stolen by superman was stolen well by, by batman but he's like no i never said batman i never, I never said batman <laughs> But okay, so a Russian guy says that he sold it to him, but he says he didn't sell it to the Russian guy. It was stolen by a guy dressed up like a superhero, kind of like Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, so Frank leaves to go to a movie with his son Chris. <laughs> He's gonna get. He likes the uh, slushy where it's like a mix, red and blue. Mix, yeah, yeah. This is a funny, funny little. <laughs> um, let's see, Dave Scuba. I, I like the the. The red and the brown, the cherry and the coke. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, Cher- yeah that's my preference. Yeah, that's cherry that's coke. The way to go. Yeah, I'm gonna get one of those. <laughs> um, Dave's scuba suit arrives, and he makes a mask to go with it. 
Then we meet 11-year-old Mindy and her dad, Damon. Uh, They're practicing getting shot in a bulletproof vest. Uh, He's getting her knives for her birthday. Birthday When he gets his suit, he's he's talking about, uh, well, he says it, it didn't take a trauma or cosmic rays or a power ring to make a superhero. Just a perfect combination of optimism and naivety. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so we for a few weeks Dave trains for his new superhero life, <laughs> mostly just kind of like punching the air and jumping around in an alley. Yeah. Um back to uh the the McCready's in the bowling alley. Um she's got an <laughs> upcoming birthday and the way she fucks with him just like, "I want a puppy." And a yeah. a Bratz a Bratz movie star makeover Sasha. Yeah, he starts getting he all just, nervous. He just stares at her. <laughs> Are she... you shitting me? Uh, so, um, yeah, Dave comes up with his name for himself, Kick-Ass. Uh, then, <laughs> then one the, day... The way the suit was underneath his clothes was like sticking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was not <laughs> hidden at all. It was and, not hidden. And it must have been... out of his sleeve. Yeah, it must have been very hot also, just in right. walking around. Just the yeah shows the impracticality of, of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's shocking that Superman's suit never showed from underneath his clothing because it would be visible. He wears white shirts. Yeah, or Spidey. Yeah, any of that. Peter. Um, all right. Then one day he sees the same two street thugs breaking into a car. He changes into his suit, grabs his baton, and confronts them. He gets stabbed. They run away, and then he gets hit by a car. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Shocked me the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the car came out of nowhere. Um, So then in the ambulance, he tells the EMTs to promise not to tell anybody about his costume. Um, Meanwhile. (laughs) They're like, we don't care, dude. Yeah, they're like, it's really not important. We weren't telling you. It's, It's not important to us at all. What you were wearing. The fact that every bone in your body was broken <laughs> might be of more concern. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the uh, D'Amico household, which is a penthouse apartment, Chris wants in on his dad's business, but his dad tells him no. He learns that the guy he had killed might have really been uh, hit by a superhero. Because the... Uh, he says the uh, Russian guy says that uh, um, Trey is still selling him uh, Coke, but Trey's dead. Right. So I got to believe in ghosts or superheroes. Yeah, I think he said or because I wrote it down. All my Coke was stolen by Superman. These are the, those are the things he his choices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Meanwhile, Mindy gets her knives. Then there's a scene. There's the then there's the scene where they're uh, torturing the Russian guy for information and they put him in the giant microwave. Yeah, it's crazy. I think it's funny that they show up and they're like, "The vice is gone." Should we try the microwave? <laughs> the vice is gone. It was a rental vice. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's, and they're yeah they're trying to uh, get information from him, and of course it's hermetically sealed. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and. He basically, the same thing happens to him as happens to gremlins in the microwave. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That first person perspective from inside the microwave was dark. Ooh, yeah, yeah. it was. Oh, 
in the hospital, Dave's feeling much better. <laughs> he healed much fast. <laughs> yeah. Wolverine fast. Yeah. Um, but he's got metal grafted to all his bones now, I guess. So <laughs> is that part of like what makes him gives him like a little bit extra is the fact that he's got metal on his bones now so they don't break. I don't remember that being important in the comic, but what are you going to say? Al? That's what it seemed to me to be like. He's got, yeah. he's got reinforced bones and right. less pains. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. His nerve endings are shot now, so he doesn't feel the pain. And that along with the reinforced oh, right. bones means he, he has a, he's, he can fight. He can get hurt slightly less than the average person. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it was. Yeah. Um, but his dad's worried Dave might be gay because the doctor said he was naked when he arrived at the hospital. <laughs> Are you in some kind of gay beat em up club? It's a gay fight club. Well, the, the EMTs, uh, went so far to honor his request to not talk, tell anybody about the costume. Um, mm. they told the doctors that they found him naked. Yeah. They got rid of the costume. Yeah. <laughs> naked and hit by a car. <laughs> well, in his favorite crime parking lot. Yeah. Well, at, okay. So, um. All right. I'll leave it for the, the answer questions. The synopsis that I read about the book said that um, um, he actually disposed of the the costume before the EMTs arrived. So they yeah. actually did find him naked, uh, and then the the rumor going around was that he was a gay prostitute. Yeah. Okay. That's that actually is a little clearer than the way they did it. But yeah. Um, Also, it's less realistic that he would have had all his bones broken and then changed. Took his clothes off. Taking his clothes off. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, he heals, um, goes back to school. He can't feel pain very well now because his nerve endings got messed up in the incident. Katie asks him to hang out. Uh, but his friends inform it's because she thinks he's gay. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, the whole, yeah. it's. But, you know, in the world of teenage boys, I suppose. Well, especially then. Um, yeah. It was, you know. Um, it, yeah, it, it was a different era, honestly. <laughs> Just 10 years ago, it was a different era. Having a teenage yeah. son, like, it, it's not like that anymore. In school. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, Dave goes back to training, gets himself a new suit, I assume. Um, I, that was what I was going to ask. Like, did they get rid of his suit? Because most, like, I thought they, well, they like, cut, cut it off. They cut it off. Like, so he'd have to like order a new scuba people. suit, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, they Yeah, they do that often. They have to get, to, if they have to get to your body, they'll just cut that shit off. Oh, yeah. It's... Well, even if it's your vintage Grateful Dead t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, he uh, sets up a MySpace page, goes out dressed up one night, and while trying to rescue a cat, <laughs> what was the cat's name? Mr. Bitey. Mr. Bitey. Um, he finds two guys beating up a third guy in front of a donut shop. He intervenes, <laughs> fights off the two guys, and the patrons of the shop film him. Instead of calling them. Run, run. Yeah. Uh, they put the footage on YouTube. He becomes a national sensation. Uh, guts on the news. His MySpace page has 16,000 followers. Millions of views on YouTube. Everybody loves him. 
And this uh, <laughs> establishes his ultimate motivation, I suppose. Uh, back when he got mugged, he saw the guy looking out the window and did nothing. He just closed the, the shades. Right. And he yeah. says to the, the three attackers um, it, about like three guys beating up on one guy while all these people watch. Yeah. You what's know, interesting it, about that? Is, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and you want to know what's wrong with me? Yeah, I'd rather die. Right, and I'm the crazy one. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure why they changed the name to uh, to D'Amico, but it was Genovese. Mm-hmm. And actually, there was a woman in the '60s. Uh, I can't remember her first name, but um, a very famous story of her being basically a, uh, sexually assaulted and murdered on the sidewalk while people watched from their windows, and nobody called anybody. Which is fucked. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. But yeah, I love his point. Like, I'm the weird one, or I'm the crazy one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So then hanging out with Katie, he learns that she's having trouble with a guy named Razul that she knows from her <laughs> volunteering at the needle exchange. Also, she definitely thinks that Dave is gay. And he definitely goes along with it. Yeah, it's like, if I pretend I'm gay long enough, she's bound to want to have sex with me. It's well, that teenage boy thought process. Yeah, you gotta play whatever cards you got. Uh, uh, that night, uh, Kick-Ass goes to find Razul. Uh, Razul and his buddies beat him up pretty fast. Uh, then Mindy shows up. She's dressed in the face. In the face. Yeah. yeah. We- and he drops him, but he like gets right up again. He's more annoyed than taser. That's not that's not a taser that you buy at a gun shop. That's a taser right. that you buy in like the checkout aisle with like the cigarettes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's a like shoot him with the taser and run away to your car and drive off kind yeah, of thing. That's like if you're being accosted by a single teenager. Yeah. You know, not baby's to shoot first a grown adult. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a training taser. <laughs> if it's anything. Child sized. Um, yeah. So uh then uh hit Mindy shows up. Um she kills everybody in the apartment pretty fast and viciously with those knives. Um do the uh what song was that? The Tra La La song? Oh the banana, banana song. splits. Yeah. The theme song to the banana splits. Yeah. Um, was it a remake of it? it yeah. Is, yeah. I wonder who did that. I didn't look it up. Somebody um, else also did it on that Saturday morning cartoon cover album. I oh. You, you remember that from yeah. the 90s? Was, was, was it that so version? Fun. I don't think Might it was. Been, but I don't think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with Al. Um, so, all right. So, yeah, she uh, kills everybody with the help of her dad with a sniper rifle. Then she loots the bodies like video game style. Um, yeah. Yes. Because that's how you would fund it. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's they're not they're not billionaires. So, yeah, that Punisher angle. Yeah. Um, that's well, yeah. And that's that's how like they're selling his coke. They're looting mm-hmm. the bodies. They're stealing the money. That's how they're funding this whole thing. <laughs> they're drinking his milkshake. <laughs> they're sleeping in his bed. <laughs> Uh, um, so, all right. She tells, uh, Dave that her name is hit girl and that her dad is called big daddy. Um, her name is hit girl because she's had four platinum albums <laughs> on our own American top four. Anna, Louisiana. 
<laughs> They're never in the same place at the same time. <laughs> uh, um, so she and her dad, who is dressed pretty similarly to Batman, um, disappear into the night because Kick-Ass can't jump. So Do we see what her them. first, her first like spoken words as Hit Girl are? Is hey, you cunts. Great, great way to enter a room. (laughs) Right. Uh, She was a great character. Just absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, Dave goes home. He's kind of shook because he he realizes he's really not that much of a superhero after all. Meanwhile, Frank Frank D'Amico and his guys think that Kick-Ass is the one who's been uh, hitting all of his guys. So they decide to kill him. (laughs) Uh, Hit Girl and Big Daddy (laughs) visit Dave. They warn him not to tell anyone about them. I love Big Daddy's things. Kick ass. More like he's getting his ass kicked. He should be ass kick. (laughs) Yeah. The way he talks. His nervous laughter. Oh, he's it's uh, he's emulating uh, Adam West. Yeah, Adam West. Yeah, he's totally doing Adam West. So Nicolas Cage again gives like such a Nicolas Cagey performance. <laughs> like it's not like it's a unique performance to this character, but also so Nicolas Cage, especially later on when he's being burned. Oh and he's yeah. Just, yeah, just was... screeching at the top of his lungs. Oh fuck. But he yeah. act, I mean it's we're he's oversaturated, so uh, yeah, we know what you mean. You um, can't look at him without saying that's Nick Cage, but he acts the shit out of when Kickass gets home, he is clearly like shook, 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 like PTSD, yeah. still living through the experience of watching. Because he watched what s- seven, eight people get murdered in front of him. Yeah. Yes. yes, yeah. And it's one thing to get injured or hurt or attacked; it's another thing to watch people be murdered. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. When uh, Frank was talking about it later, there it was four at Razul's, Raz- mm. probably plus the. The woman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I thought Adam. that was Razul. But <laughs> yeah, can't you tell by the big titties? <laughs> the sorcerer Razul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm C3PO. You probably didn't recognize me because of my red titties. C3PO. And Big Daddy also hit another place uh at Sal's killed eight people there. So there were uh twelve of D'Amico's guys got killed in one night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, so, all right. Uh, yeah. Hit girl, big daddy. They visit Dave. They warn him not to tell anybody about them. Uh, they tracked him down through MySpace. Uh, they scared the shit out of him. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but, and he talks about, uh, wanting to give it up and she says, that's a shame because you have potential Mm -hmm. and they tell him to get a hold of him. If, he needs them. <laughs> she says, oh, yeah, call the mayor's <laughs> office. They have a, a signal. They shine up in the sky in the shape of a giant cock. So then the actual instruction is to put on your website that you're on vacation. Yeah, on vacation. We'll but um, <laughs> at, well, he's at, like deep throat move the plant from one side of the fire escape to the other yeah. sorry um, as they're leaving she blows him a little kiss um, she definitely has a little crush on him yeah mm-hmm. well I think we they explore that in the second movie don't they I think so I've never seen the second one 
I, th- I hope. I mean, that not a romance. Years yeah. uh, away from this movie, because God, she's yeah, like eleven. But I, I vaguely remember them touching on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's really all she has after you know. Well, yeah. Point. After this movie, yeah. Well, and that's just teenagers is like you know a 16 year old boy is an adult to an 11 year old. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And when, yeah, when, when you're going through uh, puberty, like (laughs) if you see one eligible person, you're like, that's it. It's the love of my life. That's the only person in her age range. I think that she interacts with because she doesn't go to school. She just gets Mm -hmm. shot by her dad. <laughs> and then one, yeah. and then shot again. Uh, then Jim, uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm homeschooling. Yeah. So wow, all right. Wow. So uh, Frank uh, calls up the crooked cop on his payroll, tells him to arrest kick ass, uh, Big Daddy, and Hit Girl, kill a gangster on Frank's payroll in the car crusher thing. Um, that was brutal. Yeah. They popped him like a Oh my boil. god, when he explodes. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that was very realistic. Yeah. Uh <sighs> then Dave applies some tanner to Katie. That was also <laughs> brutal. <Dave. laughs> that weird like point of view shot of him like looking down her back. I was like, this is fucking weird, man. This j- just took a weird turn, weirder turn than anything thus far in the whole movie. Uh, but yeah well because this was 50 percent um you know raunchy teen comedy and 50 percent super like yeah like r-rated superhero he just kept doubling down on the like i'm your safe gay friend thing and it went way too far for his own yeah yeah that's what i meant earlier i didn't put it that well but yeah they just they leaned into the gay thing a little yeah well i understand it's the parlance but 2000 what 15 nine 10 2010 we're in 2010 still josh oh we did 2015 monthly yeah but anyways it was uh yeah but it had that fun violence that i think we brought it up before that like korean gangster movies have and um yeah Yeah. sort of what tarantino tried to do with kill bill exploding blood yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically and swords and flips yeah. and jumps and using other people's momentum to propel yourself and yeah, just yeah. fun yeah. action. The the when she fights the guy with the butterfly knife at Razul's and she throws <laughs> hers at him and then comes flying immediately after it to kick yeah. him into his chest to kill him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, shit like that. Where it's like whoa, whoa, it's overkill, like gratuitous overkill. Yeah. Uh. So, meanwhile, a cop breaks into Big Daddy's place. It's his old partner, Marcus. We learn through a comic that uh, Big Daddy drew that he used to Big be... Big a- Daddy's house, starring <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Big Daddy used to be a cop. Uh, Frank fa- framed him as a drug dealer because he wouldn't uh, go on his payroll. Well, in Gigante. Mm-hmm. Or Gigantor. What's Gig- the Gigan- Gigante. Yeah, yeah. Gigante. He's the one who, who framed him mm-hmm. and took the, took the place of Big Daddy in the possibility of working for, what's his name? Yeah, for Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Jimmy interesting Jimmy. to see that in a comic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Big Daddy went to jail. His wife died in childbirth because of drugs and depression. Um, Marcus a suicide attempt, based, obviously. Yeah, 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 exactly. The body has ways of shutting these things down. Oh, 
Um, Marcus ended up raising Mindy until Big Daddy got out of jail. When he did, he took Mindy back, started training her as a hero to get revenge on Frank. Uh, this is straight up child abuse. Like, we just course. need to acknowledge oh, yeah. the fact that, like, training your kid to fight crime at, like, age course, six yeah. or five. Your yeah, that's yeah, not okay. Straight up child abuse. Yes. It is, it's like, there in no world is this okay. No, it is yeah. not. Yeah, maybe in a like, post-apocalyptic world or something. Or, like, yeah, a Spartan sure. society. Sure. Sure. If the Earth's been <laughs> Cronenberg'd, go for it. But yeah. <laughs> But until then, don't shoot your 11-year-old in the chest. Yeah, just seeing the fact that his partner raised her to be a normal kid, and then he gets her and he's like, sweet, that's when your training begins. Like, oh, no. No. (laughs) Bye-bye, childhood. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, uh, (laughs) Hello, New York. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, all right. Then, um, let's see. Big uh, Marcus wants him to stop. He says he'll never stop until Frank is dead. Uh, then Frank just sees a random dude on the street dressed as kick-ass and murders him and an innocent bystander. Uh, that's totally the same actor. That's that's totally him in the suit. That is probably not another human being. No, they that was just like a pickup shot. Like they just didn't want to put the suit on somebody else. But he's walking just the same. Yeah, I was like, "There, that has got to be him. That's or his stunt double. That you know. Oh yeah, that when he be. gets kicked in the head, you know. But yeah, that was immediately my thought. Was like, ah, that looks too much like him. And the suit is the exact same suit. It would, yeah, it's probably him. But yeah, but um, all right. So Katie learns Razul is dead and takes solace in her gay friend Dave. <laughs> uh, then Chris tells his dad, "Yeah, where uh, this is where she mentions like it." She says, it totally sucks that you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to say yeah. to someone you think is actually gay. Yeah, like you you oh, do realize yeah, that's right. offensive, right? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Okay, my bad. It's too bad. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> then Chris tells his dad he has a plan to help him catch kick-ass. His dad reluctantly agrees to go along with it. David is they have to sacrifice a kingpin. Or like one of the, the figureheads in the yeah. gang. <laughs> Guys, it's like Louis. And Louis's like, no, what? Like, Fuck Louis. I hate that guy. Or no, no, no. Louis's <laughs> like, the room, it doesn't have to be Louis. How about Tony? Yeah. Fuck Tony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All y'all motherfuckers. Tony's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't love Raymond. <laughs> uh, all right. Then Dave and his friends learn there's a new superhero in town called Red Mist with that like... <laughs> Like late two thousand scene kid haircut, manic panic, Karen haircut. Yeah, but like, (laughs) yeah, Um, that was some uh, like a real panic at the disco era stuff going on there. Um, Let's see, it's Chris though. Obviously, Uh, Dave's pretty jealous because Katie and all his friends think Red Mist is cool. But Red Mist, uh, when he's on TV, he claims to have been inspired by Kick-Ass. Yes. It was part of his plan to get in his good graces. It's like, I, Red Mist, have beaten out Polar Ice Mountain Dew to be the most powerful superhero. <laughs> Red Mist. Uh, let's see. So um, Kick-Ass gets a message on MySpace that Red Mist wants to meet him. They meet up in an alley and go for a ride in Red Mist's car. He gets a message that Tom wants to be his friend. Yeah. Good old Tom. 
miss Tom. Um, Red Mist says that he wants to be Kickass's sidekick. Yeah, yeah. He, Which you know is a, is a knows, good plan. Yeah, Sorry, he knows all the, the buttons to press. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's really working him. Um, although I mean, it's there's a little. I mean, he later on we find out he's really actually doesn't want anything bad to happen to kick ass like like he's actually really respects him and like is upset when his dad's you know like gonna mm-hmm. kill him so um i feel like it like it was only 75 percent bullshit well yeah i, I think it's that. been done before uh for some reason i remember in the incredibles but like where the villain is totally into the good guy but he's just the bad version of that <laughs> or puts himself in that image yeah 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 so he definitely yeah he definitely likes kick ass he wants to be a sidekick and it's a good plan to get information this is also his only friend yes that's true that's true he has not been allowed yeah he's never had a friend we forgot i forgot about that from like the beginning of the movie um, so, all right, they go for a ride in Red Mist's car. Red Mist <laughs> got the sat nav. <laughs> the mist mobile. Yeah. The mist. Uh, got, got the rear facing camera. No big deal. Um, <laughs> Red Mist tells him he knows of some crime happening and convinces him to go fight it. It's all a setup, though, and he texts his dad's guys. They're waiting for him at the lumber factory. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they arrive there. Um, it's on fire. Everybody's dead. Red Miss and Kick-Ass rush in. Red Miss grabs a teddy bear that's on a shelf. Um, all the people, though, are dead. Why'd you grab the teddy bear? I don't know. It was a great, <laughs> yeah. That was a great reaction to that, like just covering for himself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, Instead of coming favorite. up with some story. Yeah. yeah. Just like, like, I don't know. There was a fire, dude. Fuck. I was panicking. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Chris goes home, shows his dad that the teddy bear had a camera in it. They watch the footage and see that it was Big Daddy that killed everybody and burnt down the warehouse. Uh, Frank orders his apartment on lockdown. In the uh, the footage of Big Daddy, he had the the yellow um, grenade attached to his chest. It resembled to me like a police badge. Oh. Uh, Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. I see that. Um, Marcus informs big daddy that Frank knows that it was him that did it. Big daddy tells Mindy, it's time to go kill Frank. Um, (laughs) Dave sneaks into Katie's room, reveals to her that he's kick-ass and he is not gay. I loved her reaction. (laughs) Like her reaction to him being kick-ass is, is, is less than her reaction to finding out he's not gay. (laughs) Like, uh, uh, she just goes fuck <laughs> when, she, when she, yeah. he tells her um so yeah at first she's angry then she gets kind of into him and they look up so he's wearing he's wearing um like rubber gloves like gloves you do like dishes of like clean bathrooms in <laughs> that's like and part he of gra- yeah <laughs> he oh. puts his hand on her boob with the rubber gloves <laughs> <laughs> his like hesitance to do it was the funniest shit ever too. He's just like, uh, do I, am I gonna, but it's so awkward. Because okay. He, I'm he, doing it. He like, like <laughs> he like pulls out and looks at her and then just like attaches to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <it's> so weird. <laughs> uh, so very teenager awkwardness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, all right. Big daddy and Mindy do some internet shopping. Then we see that Dave and Katie, 
are uh, sexing it up all over the place. Um, Dave promised her he was giving up uh, being kick-ass, but he gets a message from Red Mist to meet up. Red Mist tells him that the gangsters that own the warehouse want them dead because they think they burned it down. He convinces him to call Big Daddy and Mindy for help. Uh, real quick, uh, when Dave calls Katie uh, to tell him, tell her, like, I've got one last thing I need to do as kick-ass, and they have that I care about you a lot moment. Yeah. Very teenagery. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, let's not throw out the L word. I care yeah. about you a lot. Yes. <laughs> I enjoy your company. <laughs> um, Big Daddy and Mindy get their package from Amazon and the message from Kickass. So they go off to meet him. <laughs> Just that's so um hanging a lampshade on it. We'll have our we'll finish our cocoa when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, they arrive. Red Mist uh, shoots Hit Girl, who falls out the window. Then Frank, while she is introducing herself, yeah. hi, I'm Hit Girl. <laughs> he just shoots the shit out of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yep. rough. Um, then uh, Frank's guys break in. They capture Kickass and Big Daddy. One of the thugs takes Big Daddy's bazooka. I always wanted one and, of these. Oh yeah. And Red Mist is all, no, he's cool. He's with me. Yeah, he's cool. Because <laughs> he's he my plus one. He told his dad earlier, it's like, it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't kick-ass. He's just a geek. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And yeah. kick-ass is like, yeah, like you said, he's his only friend and, you know. Um, all right. Uh, so his dad tells him that he has to kill kick-ass to send a message, though. Because nobody knows who Big Daddy is, but they... They all know who Kickass is. Yeah, He's famous. Exactly. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. His guys put up a live stream, and the entire world's watching it. They think it's hosted by Kickass, uh, but the uh... <laughs> but it's really Pepsi Cola. <laughs> <laughs> um, his guys beat up Kickass and Daddy live. Um, they're about to burn them alive when suddenly the lights go out and Hit Girl attacks. She takes out. Oh. All- Hey, real quick, uh, there. When he pulls out the lighter after dousing them with kerosene, he pulls out the lighter. He says, "Fire is good. Fire is our friend." Is that a line from? Is that Gene Hackman's line from Young Frankenstein? It might be. Oh, it's really it close if it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And just that movie bullshit. <laughs> it's the fumes that ignite, not the liquid. So yeah, yeah. they're always just standing right around a puddle of gasoline. <laughs> Yeah, and then oh, drop God. their their lighter, and it like slowly, like slowly, yeah, no, quite a bit of force. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, no. If you've ever seen an internet video of a dumbass pouring gasoline all over lumber about to start a bonfire, that shit will just right. explode onto you. <laughs> yeah, immediately, yeah. everyone in that room would have been on fire. Indeed, um, this is not believable. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, Hit girl attacks. She takes out all the gangsters. Um, and Big Daddy is mortally wounded, though. He actually did get lit on fire, and he ends up dying. Uh, or the, him ordering uh, or calling out orders to Hit Girl It's in that high-pitched screech. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. That Nicolas Cage screech. 
Take cover, child. Yeah. yeah. Switch to the kryptonite. And the, the <laughs> yeah. code words. Switch to the, the kryptonite and Robin's revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, the blinking light yeah. maneuver was very, very, very well done. Yeah, because she established like, oh, I'll use the the blink to you know jar them and then leave it on the the place, and it simulates movement. Like yeah. it was, it was very clever tactically. Also, yeah, yeah, it yeah, really it was. definitely was. Um, yeah, no, the the action scenes in this movie are great. They're, They're well yeah. thought out. It's not like the Matrix. Where you get like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I run into the hail of bullets and every one of them misses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I was trying to get at earlier. But yeah, great action sequences. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Hit girl and kick ass leave. He tries to convince her to give up the superhero life, but she wants revenge. Kick ass. Agree- she tells Big Daddy uh, that getting shot hurt a lot more than when he did it. And he reveals <laughs> that. He was using low velocity bullets. Yeah. Oh, pulled his like, you're, the, you're the kindest daddy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it was me all along. Um, so all right, Kick Ass agrees to help her. They're gonna raid Frank's apartment. Uh Kick Ass is gonna use the thing they ordered off the internet, which still hasn't been revealed to us. Um, Mindy dresses up like a schoolgirl and goes through the front door. And kills the guys in the lobby. Uh, she yep. she heads upstairs, changing into Hit Girl her Hit Girl outfit in the uh, elevator, and then uh, kills her way through most of Frank's guys. We get a a classic hallway scene. Um, so around this era, there was like a ton of like hallway scenes, like like superheroes just killing their way through hallways. I I feel like the first oh, yeah. one we saw was in Watchmen. Yeah. But it was it was a trope for a good five years or so. It yeah. Ca- it kind of culminated in like the Daredevil uh Netflix. Yeah, each defender's season or character season had a more and more and more intense and long and ridiculous <laughs> stairwell or hallway mm-hmm. yeah. enclosed space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is kind of like full on in that trope, just killing your way th- down the hallway. <laughs> right. And you know, the bad guys fall as you get to them and it says if the bad guys are waiting for their turn, nobody like shoots her while she's fighting. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody ever takes the opportunity to shoot the hero. They're like, Oh, I'm next. Okay. Now yeah. me. Well, yeah. And like, so occasionally like they'll be shooting, but the bullets are like just missing completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the Matrix sequence, definitely. In this. <laughs> yeah, I liked oh. the. I appreciated the one death where she like sweeps a guy's legs and he falls over on his own shotgun and shoots himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and she's not moving straight down the hallway or no. zigzag down the hallway. She is moving along the bookshelves, along the walls. Well, and or, and or like up and like down, zig and zag, yeah. like all over the place. Like she, yeah. like she's she's like a gymnast. Like she's just flipping, twirling everywhere. So yeah. she would be hard to hit. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. So uh, let's see. There's only a few left at this point. She's in the kitchen hiding. Um. She made it down the hallway into the kitchen. Um. The one thug grabs the bazooka. He's about to hit, kill her 
when Kickass arrives coming up the side of the building on a jet pack with Gatling guns <laughs> attached and kills the bazooka guy and the remaining other couple guards uh, through the window. You mean Bazooka Joe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so uh, then Mindy fights Frank. Kick-ass fights Red Mist. The Red Mist kick-ass fight is so funny because it's just two teenage guys kind of beating each other. Right, grappling. Flailing with sticks. Yeah. yeah. Wildly flailing. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so Frank uh, is about to kill Hit Girl. It was rough watching like a 45-year-old dude beat up an 11-year-old girl. Yeah. Had some Tromaville vibes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kick-Ass and Red Mist knock each other unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Frank's about to kill Hit Girl when Kick-Ass wakes up and uses the bazooka on Frank, blasting him out the window and killing him. Frank's line just before, uh, he's about, about to kill her is he says, God, I wish I had a son like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Man, <laughs> the wrong some Prado shit. Yeah. yeah, the wrong son the died. Wrong. <laughs> um, yep. Kickass takes Mindy and flies away on the jetpack. While Chris wakes up, he sees them fly away and finds his dead dad. Uh, Dave and Mindy reveal their true identities to each other atop a roof. Then we find that Mindy moved in with Marcus. And started going to school at Dave's school. We learned that Kickass is retired, but there's lots more new superheroes, and Red Mist is now a supervillain. Roll credits. As a great man once said, wait till they get a load of me. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, and, and he changed. He changed to orange. Is he Orange Mist in the next movie? Yeah. No, his name is the best. He has the <laughs> best villain name ever. Okay, we'll wait. Yeah, I don't want to give it away. Yeah. Okay. It's very vulgar. It's so good. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and he's got, has like a goalie mask on. Did we mention that this is McLovin? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, we okay. mentioned it at the beginning. Okay. McLovin, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> Kick ass. I caught a five year old organ donor, <laughs> Hawaiian organ donor. <laughs> Uh, I caught a fun credit. Uh, catering was done by Hot Goblin. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds like a gross sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> he did the Hot Goblin on her. He got a Hot Goblin or oh. gave a... Oh. Uh, I, um, I just have one unanswered question. <laughs> so, um, uh, all right. Katie wanted Razul to know it was over. Were they dating? Um, I think there was maybe some trafficking that might have happened if people hadn't intervened. I don't know if they were boyfriend and girlfriend, but I think he wanted to be her pimp or what have you. He was smacking her around and stuff. Yeah. Maybe she thought they were in love. But I could tell by ever all those other hookers at his apartment that he's not in love. Well, it's he's just, just we- not emotionally available. Yeah, obviously. I mean, well- <laughs> I don't- it was just weird because like she's this suburban teen who met him through the needle, ex- like volunteering at the needle exchange, and then like got romantically involved with him somehow. Well, because she is naive and like thinks everybody is good in heart and wants to help people. Yeah, yeah. And he's a video game playing pimp. 
<laughs> P-I-M-P. Not emotionally available. <laughs> Razul. I kept wanting to call him Raz al Ghul. <laughs> Azrael. 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 Uh, so, yeah, I dug it. I dug the movie. Yeah, it's incredible. Does anyone so, remember the Always Sunny episode where they, um, for Charlie's birthday, they tried to plan a party and they go hang out with those guys that they met under the bridge? No. And no? Oh. It's the same I, I kind of thing. This creepy, like, coked up dude is playing video games. There's a plastic tarp and people are having sex behind it. it yeah, it reminded me of this so hardcore. <laughs> uh. All the uh, the tropes that they used um, visually, they had the, the houses in Queens, um, the cemetery, the rooftops. Yep. Uh, it's all of imagery. All very well done, very reminiscent of Spider-Man specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the reveal of the jetpack was <laughs> an incredible touch because they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, put it in the shopping cart. We'll get it. And then yeah. she looks at it and all you see are, you know, Four or five inches of Gatling gun barrels sticking out of right. the box. Yeah, like it, yeah. it didn't look yeah. like that because it didn't have Gatling guns on it. That I remember seeing it in the theater and being like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Right. Yeah, they did a really yeah, good. It was job. a good reveal. Yeah. the The level of violence was awesome. Very uh, just so bloody and funny uh -huh. sometimes, but gory. Yep. Um, they started incorporating that a lot um i'm i was thinking specifically of like titans the series on dc um was very fun and bloody and although it was animated harley quinn um the series same thing it was just very hardcore and violent yeah titans was you're right but a lot of blood. fun yeah tonally it reminded the violence the tone of the violence reminded me of deadpool a lot the like yeah, where he's, yeah. Where he's yeah. putting the like cigarette lighter in the guy's mouth and holding his mouth shut and oh. saying something pithy. Yeah, R-rated but right. still cartoonish. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Every time that Hit Girl was murdering people, I was laughing and I was like, I feel so awful about this, but this yeah. shit is hilarious. Yeah. And she's basically monkey. running on air, you know, yeah. from bad guy to bad guy. She weighs eighty pounds or less. This is probably a really fun movie for her to make also. I, oh, out of all yeah. the people on the cast, I think that she probably had the most fun and grueling work out of everybody too. I yeah. bet, yeah. She, she was great as well. She pulled it off. Yeah. I believed her ability to do these things, which is weird because it's like a, just a kid. I wonder how they right. I wonder how they worked her stunt double cuz they would have had to have a very small stunt double, but I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. it was another 11-year-old. Oh yeah. I'm only Milhouse when he gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so all right guys, any last thoughts? No. No. You're ready to rank this thing? Yep. All right, let's see. Where are we going to be putting this on the list? Um, so, last week we had Defendor, which we put at number 15. This is similar-ish. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, way less realistic than Defendor, but um, way less depressing, too. Yeah. 
<laughs> better than Defendor, I think. Um, yeah. In the like the end result, the movie itself was a better movie. It was more fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And it, yeah, it kind of like set the stage for a lot of movies like this. Whereas like Defendor, no one will ever remember that movie. No. Um, but we were talking about the comic or the cartoons and I, this made me think of Deadpool so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll put it where Defendor is and knock, knock that down. Yeah. Or, I, I mean, I'm thinking even higher, honestly, personally, I think this was better than Hellboy two. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. You know, um, better than X two. I think yeah, it's better than X two. I, th- yeah, I, was it better than Watchmen? I mean, eh, oh, that's a challenge. I mean, parts of it, yes. Yeah, but they're different. Yeah. They're very different. Very. Yeah, Watchmen had a lot more. I would say it's it. better than Hellboy. I could argue that. You know, yeah. sorry, Ron Perlman, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I could see it as being better than Hellboy. I think that's kind of the area we're looking at for sure. Um, Al, what do you think? Uh, I concur with that uh, diagnosis. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Um, is it malignant? <laughs> it's benign. I think it could go where X2 is and knock that down. At number nine, well, right below Hellboy? Or right above a Hellboy, I think we're saying. So I'm good with either. <laughs> I'm good with all of it. <laughs> this is legally binding. <laughs> uh, what do we think, guys? Um, put it between Watchmen and Hellboy. Yeah, I'm putting yeah. my vote on that one. That, that's a a good spot. Um, yep. All right, let's do it then. We are putting on our big list of the best of every superhero movie ever made. Uh, Kick Ass goes at number eight. Woo, way up there. Top 10. Top 10 movie. And that's it. We are calling it done on Kick-Ass, which means it's time to look to next week. Next week's movie is going to be Iron Man 2. Yes, I love this movie. Yeah. Yes. I want my bird. <laughs> yeah, make it work. Uh, um, it's one of the MCU movies I've seen the least. I think twice. I've only I've only ever seen it once uh a poorly streamed experience back when uh, I had really crappy internet. It's uh it's the third lowest rated uh MCU movie in uh according to Rotten Tomatoes. The only ones lower are um Hulk or the Incredible Hulk and uh or the dark world so um well we'll see yeah it'll be interesting to see next week iron man 2 everybody we'll see you then until then thanks for hanging out with us on harmless phosphorescence this has been your host through smiley i'm gonna go check my myspace page it's been a while (laughs) i'm josh cc and the name of my sex tape is one night in spider-man they call me ass kick but you can call me brian lesh I'm worried I'm not going to find out what happened on Lost. I'm Alaric Weber. You aren't missing <laughs> anything, Al. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. You'll never find out. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks, guys.